0: is the pop style opinion fest hello kittens welcome back to another edition of the pso i am the tea in your t tom fitzgerald and i'm here with the low in your t-lo lorenzo marquez my lovely husband hello and it's another super busy week here yeah. at t media international llc <laughs> It has been quite the red carpet month for us.
1: And you know, we've been busy with for personal. For the world. Stuff it's not too. done for our benefit, but we've been busy with personal stuff, so that's why uh the podcast's a little late.
0: Well, we had uh, personal and professional stuff. Right, really. We had a um some book-related stuff. It's wonderful. I mean, I know it's such a gift that uh, Legendary Children came out uh, almost two and a half years ago. I cannot believe it's been that long, uh, and we're still doing interviews for. We're still, um, you know, following up on um, marketing plan. Like our, our the Spanish language version of our book just came out. Just came out, yay! Yeah, um, yes. So you know, we have all these things that aren't always evident on the site that we have to take care of. And as Lorenzo said, also some personal stuff
1: amazing person,
0: amazing very good news yes oh my god amazing news no i'm not pregnant but no but and we're not going to tell you either but just be happy for us yeah anyway um okay so i don't think this will be a super lengthy podcast although as lorenzo just said to me he's like yeah you always say that and it's always never long um we're gonna talk <laughs> about the latest house of dragon and we are very sorry that it's yes, so we late uh that aired like four days ago five days ago um and but before we get to that we're gonna check in on a little bit of royal drama oh my god Uh, i really didn't even want to follow up on any royal family stuff for a while but goodness they just keep popping up in our timeline (laughs) (laughs) um actually it's not really the the family Them, although well let's just get into it first we'll talk about Meghan markle who did another interview this time for variety magazine and i'm really not going to break this interview down it was perfectly fine well i will mention a few things go right ahead
1: well first of all the pictures are gorgeous they did a very good job she uh, looks great she looks relaxed she looks you know doesn't like she doesn't look like she's posing for for a vogue magazine kind of thing the pictures were nice i know i kind of like the pictures the the dresses the the uh, the outfit she picked anyway I was expecting more about the royal family, actually. When I when I read, no, thank maybe, God she but didn't. No, it's very little about the the. I actually the royal wish family. she yeah.
0: hadn't talked about. The, queen's the queen, the queen, yeah. <clears throat> but you know, they asked her, and she gave very sort of anodyne responses to that right. sort of stuff, and it was fine.
1: No, every answer was extremely, you know, like calculated, But market anyway, tested, market tested. But it was good because she talked about her career, you know, and um, right the industry, uh, the show, and the, the podcast. I, I thought it was nice. I thought, yeah. I'm, obviously, that's that's calculated because you know they feel like I well, mean, all they, image,
0: all yeah. that stuff. No one gets a variety cover story without a little no, bit of calculation no, involved. No,
1: my point is that after the queen died, I think things changed a little bit for them
0: well there's rumors that um they scrambled to try and tamp down on certain parts of harry's memoirs and which is coming out and the netflix documentary and there's even some rumors because i actually said this i was like i wouldn't be surprised if king charles tried to buy out both deals just to stop them both from happening it would cost him a hundred million dollars but but what is a hundred
1: million dollars for the family anyway
0: And there is some rumors that there's some influence there that he's claiming that he's holding off on giving the uh, on what their uh, children's final royal titles will be, and it's all very. I mean, this this family (laughs) is just a bunch of drama queens.
1: Also, there's Um, a lot of gossip out there. You you don't really know. This is
0: something I must must insist is that when we talk about this stuff, none of must insist. (laughs) Well, I'm serious. None of this stuff is sourced. And it, a lot of times these um, these gossipy little stories are used to you know to really just in especially in Megan's case to hammer her with all sorts right, of right, like right, right. criticisms that you're basing this off of gossip you have no idea. Anyway, I just have to say about the Variety thing. I laughed when I saw the video of the photo shoot, which mm-hmm. Variety tweeted out. And I think it's on their site. They have um, video. They have everything. Yeah, because I. I just, nothing against her. This is not a criticism of her at all. But, who, boy, she could never have blended in with that family. I watched that photo shoot, and all I could think was, Kate would die before she allowed herself. Like, she's like, you know, Megan's like giggling on camera, and she's lying down in the grass in her bare feet, and I'm like, oh no. right? I'm not scandalized by any of this, but it is so clearly... As you said, she seemed very relaxed, and she seemed very herself. And that is her milieu—that sort of um, confessional celebrity, sort Mm of—and she had an influencer background for a while. So all of that is in the mix with Megan. But what's not in the mix is royal comportment. No, no. That everything about that that um, photo shoot—I was like, she looks so happy, and holy God in heaven, she never would have, in a million years, been allowed to do something like this.
1: No, the the photo shoot felt like you know a People magazine kind of thing. Like, here's my house. Come to my house. (laughs) Right. See my house, my garden,
0: blah, It blah, was blah. very
1: celebrity. No, it was fine. Perfectly
0: yeah. fine. That's who you are. I but d- I do look at this stuff sometimes and I'm like, you know, not a criticism of you that this is who you mm-hmm. are. And I really do feel that it explains why you had such a hard time in that world because you're just so clearly not suited right. for it. I think And unlike Kate, right. who um, started basically training for that role. She had no other job. Like, mm-hmm. she got out of college and immediately started and, training to become the next Princess of right. Wales, essentially. That's not who Meghan was. She was like 36, 37 years old. She'd already had a couple of careers. Like, she just couldn't and become also, what they wanted her to become. She's also not British. I she's mean, not British, Yeah, right.
1: I mean, say what you want. And, I mean, if if, if you're not British, you don't fully understand... What that means. Um, anyway, I thought the interview was great. She she mentioned a couple of things that I was like you know that's that 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 says so much about you. She says that every business has a model, and I think that's how she approached the whole royal family thing. I mean, right. she thought it was a job, right, and uh, that she. Because she has been doing a lot of, you know, public stuff. She felt like she right. could handle it. Um, or at least she felt... She that felt
0: that she could exert some sort yes, of influence control. over it. Yeah. And it's, that's... not that I'm happen. sorry, honey, but that's not it. That's right. not right. something that's going to happen in that in that crowd. Just not going to happen. Um,
1: and she also talks about, there's another question they asked. And she said, you know, that feeling understood and seen is very important. To her, and that I is believe just, that to be very true. And that is very true. You can you can
0: see, and I also that's another mark mm-hmm. in the. You know, I used I did say very recently at the time of the Queen's funeral that I didn't think that story was over, and I don't think the story between Harry and his family is entirely settled yet in terms of what his role will be mm-hmm. in that family. He is still the son of the king. Like that's right. not that's senior level, whether he's working or not. Um, so to him for, to cut him completely out, just, it doesn't seem like a good idea for anybody involved. Right. Um, on the other hand, you see it, I see this interview with Megan and I'm like, yeah, there's no way you could go back to that life. And just, right, right, right. there's just no way I, I, you're so clearly not suited for it. Um, I think
1: they have great intentions. I think I do too. The, the, the two I, of them, I, do. I think
0: they, they, they,
1: they are in a position where they can do a lot. Right. Uh, they just have to tone down the whole, you know, we're here to save the world, or kind of thing. Um, if they tone you're that down a little bit, wealthy,
0: yes. philanthropists, yeah. and that's fine. Then that's fine. Do you do agree? There's plenty to... of them right. in the world, right? Right. Um, if you're going to use your money and your time to do good, and your, you know, your status to do good, I have no problem with that at all. Um, but you're right; they both both oversell their importance sometimes,
1: very much so,
0: and they also. Although they do, she is getting away from this. They tend to lean too much on their past grievances. I honestly think that portion of their public. Uh, profile is done I in the wake so. of yeah. the queen's yes. death i think that, that i think change i think that was a rather abrupt change mm-hmm. where i, I mean because she still don't like her podcast is coming out and everything and if you remember her first podcast she complained yeah. yes. about her time and i and we talked about it and we were like don't don't use your podcast to right. complain about your time as a i think her podcast working is, it's really good and i it, do too uh
1: and important because right. she's talking to women and about you know what they go she's through. Done this sort of Oprah, yeah. sort of yes. Kennedy esque yes. yes.
0: thing that she's trying to fulfill—the sort of American royalty media figure—and I'm fine with all of it. I, I think I think it suits her really, really well. I still think he's struggling way more than she is because she's he's, back because, in California doing you right. know, but the thing is, photo She
1: has more experience than
0: he does. And d- What's he doing? Dealing like, with that kind of stuff. It's I read today naive, that he gave yeah. a he gave a corporate talk about mental health and i'm like nothing against him but who are you i who mean are there you are to- much yeah, better qualified I people know. you haven't had a job in the corporate right. world and i understand that mental health is an issue for actually both of those brothers um but and i mean it's an issue that's not, near and dear but to their hearts you're not apart. a professional it's uh, just it's, yeah it's a just, lot of times it's just I don't feel like, I feel like whenever he's doing stuff for veterans, mm-hmm. the Invictus games, that sort of thing, that's great. That's mm-hmm. right in your lane. But when you're like doing corporate talks and I'm just like, well, who,
1: you never held a job, like, right, right.
0: whatever. I uh, do
1: hope that they focus on what they do or what they want to do, which is great, you know, yeah. and they do have the power and the money to do what they want to do Right. and just move on. Just forget as much as you can about I, I we'll see i'm sure it's going to be very hard now very that now
0: that here. your father is 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 the king I mean, and who knows what's going to happen right. yet with uh, there's so much conflicting news about the memoir and the netflix right. thing that who knows yeah i mean they say that there's a lot of stuff in the documented that they they kind of like
1: resent now blah 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 uh, who
0: knows who knows it's it just feels like it seems very strange to me though it feels like they're Changing tactics in the wake of the Queen's death. But I would have to say, what, I mean, how on earth did this catch you off guard? How did you not, I mean, this, literally everything that has happened since the Queen died has been an inevitability. Every single thing about it, and including the fact that public opinion about the Queen was going to retroactively, or was going to spike. Like, she's beloved beyond beloved now. And... Mm -hmm. Charles is in a honeymoon period. It won't last, right? But, but he is definitely in a honeymoon period. Right.
1: But the thing is that you combine these two. One is naive. One is not experienced.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's
1: very naive. She was inexperienced. She didn't have. She didn't understand. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you get these two together, and they 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 made.
0: They mis- don't have the best plans. They made mistakes left yeah. and right. Yeah, uh, they did. And,
1: and he feels like now they're kind of uh, they kind of understand a little more. Right. I think. Uh, we'll see. We'll oh, see. I wish them the best.
0: Now, moving on to the actual family, the main family. I know, family. Oh my God. The uh, crown. Well, the... first off, let's. it's actually not the family. It's Dame Judy It's everybody. Dench. I know. See um, lady. Published a letter, <laughs> an open letter in the Times, um, calling the crown cruel and I don't even know. Cruelly what, unjust. Cruelly yes. unjust. That's, that's what she said. Crude sensationalism. And she, um, I got to say, one of the uh, things that I really... Felt was I I want to say right here, I love Judy Dench. Oh my I've always, God, I always worship loved her. Judy She's Dench. She's
1: amazing. Yeah. Uh,
0: years and years, I've, I've told this story before. Years and years ago, I was watching it, was on Prime Video. I just checked last night, it's not on it anymore. Um, Cranford, which was a series she did, I don't know, in like 2010, a British series. And it's like, it's all bonnets and petticoats, you know? It's mm-hmm. like a small town, but it's all, it's like their little house on the prairie almost. And I was watching it, and you walked into the living room and you said, What is this? And I, started to try and explain it and i was like it's (laughs) judy it's judy dench in a bonnet what else do you need to know <laughs> you know just sit and watch it with me I know, seriously. and we did and it was very enjoyable love judy dench very watchable not just in her films but she actually gives great interviews and I think. she
1: she has a she has a fantastic career she has so much uh, right you know, but to I, talk about. I think uh, she's
0: full of shit on this one sorry well, dame yeah. but you are full of shit on this one uh it should be noted here that um she is said to be friends with um the real camilla. with queen camilla and i You know, last or two years ago when the last season of um, The Crown aired, all all of a sudden there became all this chatter about Mm -hmm. um, how unfair the show is to Charles and how... Um, the, it, this is not a documentary, this is fiction, blah, 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 you know. And even Helena Bottom Carter came out and said that, you know, that they should probably come put some sort of disclaimer on the show. They're and that's, doing it. And that's what, I don't think they put one in front of every episode, do they?
1: They're, uh, my understanding is that they're, they're, I don't know if they, no, I don't think they do, but when they pr- send all the stuff out, the press release or whatever, it's, it's yeah. inspired by real events. Um, yeah. So... Um,
0: I I do not agree that they should be forced to put or even pressured to put a disclaimer on a show that is very clear. This is the oh, and this is what I wanted to say. Um, In her letter, she said, well, many recognize the clown for the crown, not the clown, the crown for the brilliant but fictionalized account of events that it is. I fear that a significant number of viewers, particularly overseas may take the dumb uh, ones
1: out there i'm like did this
0: bitch what? just call us stupid <laughs> if you're not british you're dumb i'm like look judy i love you and everything oh God, but don't go around calling all americans too dumb to figure oh out what God, a tv series is, is um i realized that uh, and i have seen rhetoric where people especially after the last season aired where charles really was a dick to uh mm-hmm. diana in a lot of the scenes and I mean, people talked about the real Charles as right, if he right. was indistinguishable. However, it is a matter of public record that he was a dictator. He an I mean, asshole.
1: You can't deny. Listen, that. he was an asshole and he had an affair. Right? I mean, come on,
0: very public affair That's that humiliated whole, yeah. his mentally ill wife. Yeah, I um, mean,
1: she also says, uh, Judy. She says, the closer the uh, drama comes close to our present times, the more freely it seems they're willing to blur the
0: lines. I mean, something like that. Blah, except. blah, blah. And all that well, means yeah. is you were all fine when it was about yes, Prince Philip yes, cheating on yes, Queen Elizabeth yes. 60 years ago. Right. But you all remember Diana. And this is what I wanted to say about people like Helena Bonham Carter and Judy Dench, um, people who have are prestige British actors and in many cases have dames, you know, uh-huh. uh, Order of the Empire, you know, that sort of thing. They have a certain reverence and if not an outright relationship right. with the royal family. Almost an family. obligation to come out and say something. Yeah. So it's uh-huh. like, even if I didn't know that you were friends with Camilla, I right. still am taking all of this with a huge grain of salt because I'm you're Dame Judy Dench. You stood in Buckingham Palace and someone in that family put a pin on right. you. Of I, course you're going to defend I them. I think
1: the show has the responsibility to say that it's inspired by real events. I mean, you have to say I that. Guess. Yeah, I mean, any show says that. It's fictitious. It the fiction here, you know, whatever. Uh, I think that's the only thing they should do. No show, no creator has any obligation to make sure that people understand that this is not real history. I mean, right. come on, this is
0: dumb. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're just assuming uh, that the audience is dumb. Right. and. Uh, the there's two reasons why you're doing this. The first is that you didn't care when it was Philip and Elizabeth, but when it be right. Charles and Diana, it and, and you know a lot of this is coming out of the fact that Charles is the new king and he's in a precarious Absolutely. period and um, yeah. and everyone's very nervous about it. But um this you don't get to decry uh or, or put pressure on artists because they de- you know they no. they decided to tell fic- Listen, and I remember this came up with Spencer when Spencer came out and there was all this talk about the same thing, same exact thing from the royal family. People need to realize that this is fiction. We get it. It's Kristen Stewart. We realize this isn't a documentary. We're not idiots. Um, And I, I. uh, there was this sort of backlash to the idea that, you know, they really shouldn't be making biographies of people whose family members are still alive or, you know, that sort of thing. And, or why can't they leave this family alone? And I'm like, why the hell should they leave this family alone? They are granted enormous power, wealth, and privilege. And they put, they play out their extremely messy personal mm-hmm. lives in front of the whole world. Who the hell? Why? I firmly believe that anybody in the public eye, um, You have to expect, depending on how big a figure you become or how notorious you become, you have to expect that people are going to tell stories. They're going to tell, you know, there's nothing wrong. Like, there's an Elvis movie out and his daughter's still alive. Like, are we supposed to? There's an Emmett Till movie. out. Like, that's just it. People's, there's nothing wrong with fictionalized accounts of true events or real people. That is... As old as right. Greek drama. The bottom you know? line is,
1: if you if you're famous or if you're a public person, um, people are going to talk about. You can't help it. In fact, the, the uh, Shakespeare reporter... Shakespeare wrote about real people. I know. People. The reporter from Variety actually asked, said something to Megan, um, like, um, you know someone is going to play you at some point. Right. That That's your life now. That's I your mean, life that's now. That's your reali- reality now. And you just have to get used to it. I understand. The thing is that the bottom line here is that they put a kibosh on, on whatever happened in the past, a very long right. past. Um, and... But they're still dealing with whatever happened after Diana. So, you know, people still talk about that because it's very... People are still alive and and people still remember things.
0: This is not the first um, dramatization of the royal family by any stretch of the imagination. It's not the first dramatization of Charles and Diana's marriage um, or her death. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, and this is my second point, because it's the the second reason that they're all flipping out about this is because it's prestige. This is not some shitty Lifetime movie. Right, right. This is not some spoof of the royal family where they cast, like, you know, drunks and, you know, they have those shows where it's all about... Right. No, this is this wins emmys and the writing is clearly of high quality so it Extr- stings yeah. that much more it's like one of you the you can number f- ignore some right. shitty lifetime you know movie but they can't ignore this it's
1: one of the most famous show uh, on netflix i mean
0: and most popular yeah most
1: popular so yeah everyone is going to talk about it and especially because i i remember i yeah. mean i you know diana
0: very clearly, tampon gate. I remember Windsor Castle burning down. I remember all of that stuff, and uh, it played out publicly. It uh, it was all anybody talked about for a full decade. Right. The idea that it shouldn't be dramatized. It's ridiculous. It's just very silly. Um, and you don't have to watch these, these right. shows or support these. They're shows. They're just freaking
1: but, out because he's the king now. And yeah. And uh, all this, you know, whole well, season is going
0: to be about. Him. William is also freaking out because actually they're going to they cast him and Kate, and yeah, they're I going know. to talk about their early right. which. I get it. Yeah, that must suck for you. But he's also just the way he talks about his mother's interview with Martin Bashir, the one that uh, mm-hmm. you know, they won the lawsuit over and everything like that. It really um kind of rubs me the wrong way because he really talks about her like she was too stupid to know what she was doing or too crazy to know, right. that she was so taken advantage of. And I know they're dramatizing that and he's already his office has already come out with statements against yeah. it. Um and it's just it's very interesting how the brothers are protract- pr- protective of their mother's memory because, it like when Harry talks about his mother, it's purely about her in the most saintly terms, and when when William talks about her, you can hear the resentment. Um, I, I he was an older brother, so I think he was probably more right. in tune with how ugly those those scenarios got um but yeah i just think it's interesting what they respond to and how they respond to it and, and william cares. is going to go ballistic when that uh when this oh comes my god yes
1: yeah, because he cares more about the royal family than his brother you well, know he's gonna be the king well there, there you go um so yeah they care and anyway
0: i just think he, it's silly and dame judy dench just made an ass out of herself i'm sorry you
1: yeah, I mean, if you want to express something, but write a letter to a magazine. I wonder if Melda low. Staunton
0: is pissed at her because they've done movies together. They're college. I know. And yeah. I'm like, I wonder if Melda Staunton, they have like, have a bitch? Have they were like, in Cranford together, actually.
1: Yeah, and, and a documentary together with Maggie uh, Smith. Is that the, no? No, uh, Mel Bostom wasn't. wasn't in that one. That was a fantastic. Yeah, I forgot the name. T- Tea with the Dames. Oh my God, Tea with the Dames. Look, look that up. It's it was fantastic. It's
0: well worth your time. It's yeah. Maggie Smith and Joan Plowright and and Judi Dench. And um, what's her name? Eileen can't remember her last name the other one the one who played queen mary in the crown um they
1: get together once a year right something like
0: that i don't know but they've all known each other they for use 60 Siri, yeah. years they've all worked together uh, anyway we're getting off off topic but it's a great documentary it is and um we're going to eat up every single bit of the crown and yes oh my god it is a fictionalized account but also these things actually did freaking happen well
1: that's why they have all these pieces out there uh, Say you know when you watch a show now they say you know what's real what's not real you know what really happened what's in the show right come on I it's mean it's not hard no it's to not do that your difficult. research and yeah.
0: I, they they dropped the season five trailer today and and I it did it brought me right back I was like I don't think people who weren't there or weren't old enough to to really pay attention understand how much of a threat I mean the, it's all anybody talked about through the nineties was whether the crown was going to make it to the, right. to the year two thousand. Uh-huh. It was in such a shambles that, and look at it now, like where the queen dies, and you know half a million people come out to her funeral. Um, it, I
1: find that fascinating. Um, you know, it's not my life. It's I, not I, my life I, or my I, culture. I look at it and I try to understand it, and I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. It's, it, yeah. Um, <laughs> to me, it's just like, like I don't know like a hollywood family
0: <laughs> speaking of hollywood royal stuff let's move on to house of the dragon yes. shall we sorry that we're late on this we're one we're very sorry we're this apologize. is the uh penultimate episode of season one the green council where um everyone in the red keep finds out that the king is dead and reacts accordingly
1: one thing that i've
0: uh, talking no, go about ahead. that
1: one thing I, f- I thought it was interesting is that uh uh Rainier, uh what's her name? Raine Rainiera. Raineira. She's not. They're not. Or Damon. They're not in the episode. At no, all, I mean, which I find because at first I was like, "Whoa, somebody would have told them,
0: you know, that how? The, 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 they had locked down the keep. This is all in the first yeah, twelve hours. There right? Was, they don't there, have emails so... <laughs> yeah, there was. That's why they kept niece locked up because. She had a dragon. Right. She could leave and get there in time to tell them. So, th- so that was very interesting. The whole
1: thing that they they were not present,
0: and um, you know, yeah. it, was,
1: it was pretty much the uh, the king and the queen and the, and the council.
0: I will say that this was a really tense, um, beautifully acted, uh, and. Uh, I have to point out that I know beautifully shot is kind of a cliche if you don't follow it up with an explanation. So I'll just say that I really loved the very early morning scenes Mm -hmm. in the Red Keep, especially when the Green Council was meeting and the lighting was, the room was bright, but the scene behind them was, you know, the the light outside was like dawn light it just was very well done
1: when the maid is lighting up the candles I right mean, all, right, that, right. Stuff, all, all of that
0: stuff was very very well done the acting is across the board great but i have to say and i was engrossed for the whole episode um i have to say the more i thought about it after watching it the more i'm like no i'm sorry this a lot of this uh, just does not scan for me hmm. but but um you go ahead first and talk about what you what you think
1: no i mean i i I thought it was interesting because we got to well, first of all, it, it's sort of like uh, it's like full circle for uh, Rainey's, right? Rainey's her name. I Rainies. always have hey, Rainies, I always have trouble with the names. Anyway, I thought it was fantastic because I was not expecting that to happen. You know that she actually, you know did what you did we'll talk about that in a minute so i thought it was interesting her conversation with allison i thought it was fantastic that
0: was a highlight uh,
1: that was absolutely fantastic because they're talking about being a woman and how different they are i just
0: love eve best in this role she is my favorite character and my favorite performance on the show yes uh and she said some what was the line you don't seek Freedom. You just want to cut a, a window in your prison, right? Because she said, and that. and I was you, like, "Oh, that cuts. That cuts." Because that is exactly it. Because she,
1: because there are two very important conversations. I thought first one, Alison and her father. I thought that was beautiful. Apparently. Uh, Allison, I, I was reading. I read some reviews and, and comments that Allison in the book she's a lot more evil and she planned more stuff than than the show than the
0: episode presented. This is going to be one of my problems. Yeah, with how that, this plays. Go she, ahead.
1: She's more like surprised and horrified that everyone wants to kill everybody, but apparently that's what she does. That in the absolutely book. makes no sense yeah.
0: given the story we've been told so right. far. And but, this is where I have a problem with the
1: right. book. Go ahead. Her go father. Ahead. Her conversation with her father, I thought it was very good. Uh, First of all, I love that character, Sir Otto uh, Hightower. Mm -hmm. absolutely love him. Love the actor. Can't remember his name, but I think he's phenomenal. Um, Anyway, their their conversation was great because I made you a queen. You know, I made you the queen and he and she's like well you you wouldn't would have made me anything you want i, I would have been anything you, you wanted that's my entire right. life blah, blah blah so that conversation i thought it was very interesting. It says a lot about who she is and how resentful she is some um, you know and now
0: i feel it contradicts almost everything we've seen about her up to this point and most of this episode right. it felt like a huge contradiction to the allison that we have been watching Ever since Olivia Cook took the role over.
1: I I understand what you're saying, but maybe she's conflicted. I don't know. I mean, I think that's her character the whole time. Well,
0: this is the thing that we keep coming back. You have these major time jumps and we have to fill in so many blanks for these characters. Mm -hmm. And the Allison that I have been watching since Olivia Cook took her over and the adult Allison has been slapping Aegon and hissing at him that he had to be the king and you know making it very clear that she thought Rhaenyra was going to kill them all if she didn't exert control over the situation and then suddenly it's well we can't kill Rhaenyra because she's the king's daughter and he wouldn't know none I'm sorry that I agree this is exactly what the show keeps doing and sometimes it's clever about it and like with this episode I'm like no this isn't working at all where Everyone on that screen is immoral to the extreme. Terrible, terrible people. And they have to try and fudge things to make them a little bit more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Rhaenyra and Damon didn't actually kill Lenore. They just staged it. But, you know, they also killed a servant in order to right. stage it. No, I uh, agree. Wait, and let me just finish. And with, with Allison, it feels like the writers, and I did actually read some of the. Uh, uh, of, um, I forget who, I mean, it might have been a Hollywood reporter that interviewed them, talking about this, about wanting to make Alison a more um, nuanced and sympathetic character. And I'm like, yeah, but that isn't what you portrayed her as. She was half crazy. She mm-hmm. was, two episodes ago, she was going after Rainier with a knife in front of the entire court. And you now have her doing this, acting this way. And the only reason I can think is because you don't want her to go right. all the way into villainhood just right. yet.
1: I think that's true of a lot of writing, a lot of writing out there in Hollywood or, or whoever, creators in general. They Because most of the time, you have the facts already. You have the story already. So there's no point in trying to create all these you know right. ideas of nuance that, you know, these... This character has more than than it's presented, blah, 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 blah. You see that a lot. Um, And no, she's she's pissed. She's evil. She wants her son to, you know, um, be the king. Uh, Clearly, she has worked very hard for that to happen.
0: It's not that I need her to be called evil. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just that the... uh... And I actually found the scene with Sir Laris uh, jerking off to his foot fetish. Oh, my God. I thought it was clumsy. First off, we'll get into the idea of presenting um, a differently abled person as... I mean, that's just a... He's got a club foot and he's got a foot fetish and he's this conniving evil, you know, because he has what would be called a physical deformity. Like, mm, that is playing with some tropes that are not particularly creative or modern let's put it that way uh secondly i found the scene so ridiculously heavy-handed because it was all the you know this episode was all about this is what i really didn't like about it it was all set up to be this sort of you go girl thing where allison realizes that she's at the mercy of all these men Mm -hmm. and then she takes control of the situation and it's like yeah all right but you're you were always in this. You were always allied with Sir Laris, and who who right. carried out murders for you, and that was years ago. And you are still allied. Like you can't have it both ways with this character. Either she is conniving and scheming and willing to commit murder, which has been semi-established about her, right? Or she's, you know, at the mercy of the men around her, and and like they pulled all the like this this whole plan to kill Rhaenyra and Damon's was apparently talked about without her in the without program. her yeah it, yeah it all just is stacking the deck too much to make it seem like this isn't really Allison's fault I mean she's in it as much as anybody else I'm not trying to I, mm-hmm. I really don't think she's the villain of the story because I don't think there is a villain in the story I think it's everybody's just everybody's awful it's yeah. just all bad people mm-hmm. grasping for power for very different reasons and I think the show has done fairly good job with Allison of of explaining why she would feel threatened. Mm-hmm. I think her father laid that out for her very early on, and it's always informed her character that she knew mm-hmm. that if Rhaenyra took the throne, she and her children were uh, at risk of being killed. Right, and then suddenly the the king dies, and she's like, "Well, you know, let's let's." let's send a note to Rainier. What the, hu- this is coming out of left field and I don't, I mm-hmm. don't feel that it was well explained at all. Right. Well, Go ahead.
1: no, no, it's interesting. Um, yeah, the whole conversation, as I mentioned, you know, because, um, uh, <coughs> they, they do talk about, it, it's clear that they were trying to present, uh, Allison as someone who's always behind the man, you know, always doing everything to please the man or to make the men do certain things. Um,
0: and there's something to be said for that.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. Because but I also things... feel
0: that she was established as someone who was taking control of her own family's destiny. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that she wanted her son to become king; it's that she wanted to keep her children alive because she thought they were under threat. Right. Um, you can do a character like that and have her be nuanced and not do this wishy-washy thing where. it just made it didn't like it made zero sense for her to act this way in this episode when we've already established how she really feels and what she's capable of and like i said the sir laris scene was just again stacking the deck so oh she's just this poor woman at the mercy no i'm sorry that's not the story that you were telling um
1: Let's talk about the coronation. That was interesting. Well,
0: actually, I wanted to talk about the two twin brothers.
1: Oh my god! First of all, they're gorgeous.
0: First off, they're well, really... he is gorgeous. No, they're actual twins. Oh my god, they are. Yeah, that, well, oh. you can tell they're not. They don't have the exact same oh, face. Oh, I thought I thought it was same no. Actor. And this is uh, this is when I think sometimes the story it, you can tell how thin the story really is, and that they're trying to pat it mm-hmm. out. And when you start patting out the, the, the some of the things start piling. Like this is the second pair of blonde twin brothers. <laughs> in the story, one of whom... The one set is being played by one actor in two roles, and the second set is being played by actual twin brothers. Um, And it just sort of... I guess you could say it's a theme in the story or a motif in the story, but it just feels (laughs) like... uh, Do we need all these twins running around? Is that really that... Having Mm -hmm. said that, the whole thing with trying to track down Aegon, it was actually kind of interesting. And it it was this thing where... I can't say I completely understand the implications where Alicent was trying to get her son before Otto got her son. And I guess because she didn't want Otto telling her son to kill Rhaenyra, I didn't think this was entirely as clear as it could have been. Right. Um, however, it did have some interesting scenes. I like when they get out of the Red Keep and into the city true, much, much true, more. True. And they're, this this is starting to become... A very claustrophobic show. It is literally the Red Keep and occasionally Driftmark, and that's they, it. They don't you don't even see lot. the yeah. countryside. Yeah. You don't, yeah. and you barely even see the sea. Or the people, or yeah. let alone all those other fabulous places. You right. know, um, I I get it. It's a different sort of show, but it is starting to feel extremely. Oh, and Dragonstone. So you get Driftmark, Dragonstone, and the, and the Red Keep, and that's it. Those are the only places you get to see. Um, I mentioned to you. Um, yeah, the the um, brothers,
1: I have a problem with the actor playing about it. the younger one looks older than. Oh,
0: that well, isn't well, it?
1: Sure yeah, is, Amon yeah.
0: the one with the eye patch looks older looks than Aegon, than... and I think they're about the same age, and they're both about two years younger than uh, Olivia Cook, who plays their mother. Right. I mean, the the yes. casting is. Ed, this has gotten it's really stretching thing. I don't understand why. I mean, they certainly put a lot of work into aging Viserys up. Why Otto Hightower looks exactly the same? Exa- why didn't they put him in a... <laughs> he looks exactly the give same. Give him gray yeah. hair or yeah. a long gray beard or whatever you do to age a middle-aged man to make him look like an old... It's not... He's like 50. I think you could make him look 70 without too much work. Um, Sir Kristen. <clears throat> Pitch black hair. Right. He's got to be 50 at this point, yeah. at least. Um, That's the stuff that I... I don't understand why they're doing this. I don't understand um, why you kept making these major, major time jumps without filling and expecting the audience to fill in the blanks, while at the same time, you're not doing anything to age any of the characters at
1: all. Right.
0: Like, not even a little bit.
1: I don't get that. I wonder if they plan to change the actors,
0: but the pandemic happened or something. Or Uh, maybe next season, will be like The Crown, where they age up. But I don't think they're going to do that. I keep saying that. I'm like, is Olivia Cook supposed to play like a 45-year-old? Because... She doesn't even look thirty to me. Um, yeah, when she's with
1: her son, I mean, they look like brothers. You know.
0: Yeah, it's very. She's doing a great job of portraying a woman. Uh, I don't know what age right. Allison has got to be about thirty five, like but, because I think she was about fifteen or sixteen when she got married. Um,
1: when they're talking, they look like brothers and, and yeah, sisters, Yeah, you know, like like they're they're siblings. I mean, yeah. they they look exactly the same and uh, uh, yeah. age, and, and, and they act like the same.
0: Yeah going back to the um, battling brothers twin brothers uh, there's a that scene where they finally catch aegon and Sir Kristen is there and the one twin and Sir Kristin get into a sword fight and the other twin runs off and then Sir Kristin just yeah okay well what happened what happened at that fight did, did the other twin it's just weird directing in this episode where certain things were getting skipped over that whole scene was weirdly truncated. And you didn't understand how that fight ended. I guess they just yeah. gave up? or, or Yeah,
1: it's not very clear. Then the one left, and, and you and like, Well, that's
0: the one that r- rescued Rynice, uh, which now let's get into that. Oh, my God. First of all, me. Spectacular moment, really yeah, total you-go-girl moment. Makes no sense. <laughs> I'm sorry, it makes no sense. The argument is she didn't kill them right there because she's not a kinslayer. And it's like, well, okay, but they are, or at least they—you believe that they are about to go off and kill your cousins, right? Um, I, it just—it doesn't make sense that she just left. It doesn't make sense for the and, character. It doesn't honestly make sense for the story, except the story would be over at that point if she just said Dracaris and let Incinerate it. Where them. was she going to meet Damon and uh, Dragonstone? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Evidently. I mean, that would be my guess is that she's going to. Well, I think they showed the previews for next week and she's there. Oh. She becomes part of the Black Council, uh, as right. far as I know. Right. Um, so
1: she's just going to accept that. She's not going to be the queen. I was, I was hoping that she would be more like
0: willing to fight for the right throne. Niece? Yeah, I don't know. Why would she be the queen? I don't know.
1: I well, wasn't she supposed to be the queen? She's just the. Am I getting names?
0: Uh, I I don't confused? know if I mean my niece a generation back was supposed to be named queen. Right, but and maybe. The I, I don't
1: know.
0: I, I don't I, think I, she has any. I think she's been pretty clear that she has no
1: no power anymore. To or, she
0: has no. Um, it's not that she has no desire for it. She doesn't waste her time worrying about it. The world is not going to put a crown on a woman's head, and she knows that.
1: It was more her father. Well, but but <laughs> then the husband. Gonna, I mean, I'm sorry. Her husband was the one always insisting on her becoming uh, the queen. But 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 now she's going to fight for someone who wants to be the queen or is supposed to be the queen too.
0: So. Right. She's gonna I take mean, her yeah. Son. yeah. I'm, I was all if only because, um, as she said, she they they bent the knee to rhaenyra the, the right, king asked right. them all to do that true so she doesn't break an oath D- despite her issues with rhaenyra and daemon or whatever else an oath was made um and um what what allison un- undertook was essentially a form of coup she she basically tried to overtake the throne which well, right uh, what well, she did she won yeah. um this is why i don't understand mm-hmm. um and of course it's really hard to take it as a uh you go girl kind of moment because in breaking out she probably kills about 500 civilians oh my god yeah i mean that's all i could see She slaughtered like 500 people that's all i could see but we're supposed to cheer her on and then again (laughs) casualty uh, that's fine it's it's the a a show like this is about presenting amoral people and then sort of asking you to get involved in their storylines and essentially pick sides but um Nobody is covered in glory here, and that's why I don't like when the show tries too hard to make someone like Allison a sympathetic victim of forces much larger. No, I'm sorry, that's not the story that's being told. More
1: than one facet kind of thing, yeah.
0: You can do nuance with these characters, but you can't go out of your way to try and um, separate them from their actions. Mm -hmm. Like, She is who she is. She has been allied with bad people for quite a while now. Um, and shes it's been very clear why she's acting the way she is. So I found this turn. They're trying to add nuance to a story that it, 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 I don't think it supports it. Right. Um, if the story is that she's just some mother protecting her children, and everything else has been the machinations of men around her.
1: Mm. Oh, and when you think about the scene when she tried to kill her, actually, we you know grabbed the knife and. That's my
0: point. <laughs> yeah. Two episodes ago, she literally tried wanted to, to kill, kill Rhaenyra in front of the entire court, and now she's saying, "Well, maybe
1: we shouldn't." You know, makes no sense. Yeah. Now, now I'm on your side. <laughs> now I remember That's my that point. Yeah. The
0: more I think about this episode, I'm like, it was engrossing to watch, but. I don't think this character turn makes any sense at all. And I don't think you need to work so hard to try and make any of these characters sympathetic. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Why? Yeah, they're all horrible. No one tried, you know, Shakespeare didn't try to make Lear more sympathetic. You know what I mean? Like, people in these situations, powerful, they're they're not good people. Um, I guess Shakespeare did try and make him sympathetic. What am I saying? Um... I don't have anything else to add to you. No,
1: I I enjoyed the episode, and and I, I did, and I have to say, I, I at some point I'm going to go back and watch the whole season again from the beginning, because I really enjoyed the pa- the the pace, and and I, oh, no, no, I did, I, I loved everything about it. I thought it was great. Um, flawed, several right. mistakes, but still a great. Season no, I I
0: think it's. I'm really enjoying the show. I think the longer it's on, um the cracks in in its setup are showing more mm-hmm. and more and i think if they can settle on a time period and not jump around so much I settle know. on a cast right and you know this is a minor point but i really wish they would start aging people appropriately so that it, you know we have to get a sense that time has actually passed for these people and sometimes i forget, i'm like oh yeah it's it's something like 25 years after the first episode even though everybody lo- almost everybody looks the same um
1: the time changed so much, uh, and, you know, when it was like, oh, two years later, oh, six years later, and they're all the same people yeah. playing the same game. Doesn't work.
0: Anyway, those are my thoughts. Anything else?
1: No. Excited. Uh, so, there's one more episode, correct? Yes. I can't wait. So, yeah. and season two god knows when
0: god knows when same thing with rings of power i probably know another two years i know anyway that's all we have for this week um yes. so we'll be back next week with whatever crosses our eyes across their desks until then take care of yourselves love you mean it bye-bye Bye.